You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. The basis for all answered prayer is what Jesus Christ did on the cross. The basis for all answered prayer is what Jesus Christ did on the cross. People think, because I've been working hard, because I've been suffering for a long time, maybe you've been an usher, you're in the music ministry, you're in the children's ministry, women's ministry, you've been giving your tithes and your offerings. You think that's a basis for God to answer your prayer, but it's not. The only basis for God to answer prayers is what Jesus Christ did on the cross. That's good news. So it's not based upon what you've done, but what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Isaiah 53 verse 3. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken and smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we were healed. Christ paid the price in full for me and for you. What is the purpose, the reason to make a way for us into the Holy of Holies? To restore relationship back with God. Turn to the person next to you and say, there's a life after this life. It's important to know this because this world is not our home. There's a life after this life. Jesus Christ came to restore relationship with you and with me. To make a way into the holy of holies. It was not an emotional decision. It was the only way. Do you know there was a time that Jesus battled with this that he had to go through? Because faith and the purpose that God has got for us is not based upon what we feel. Remember, Jesus himself in the garden prayed and he said, Father, if there's any way that I don't have to go through this, if this cup can pass me by, let it be, but not my will, your will be done. It means there was a part of him that said, I know what I have to go through. He knew from the beginning all of your sin would be placed upon him. The penalty of sin is death. And all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. God from the beginning predestined and planned glory for man. For you to be clothed with his glory. When Jesus Christ came, he came to restore that glory back to us. How? By dealing with sin once and for all. To remove sin once and for all. Whatever you are seeking right now, whether it's blessings, whether it's breakthrough, whether it's healing, whether it's deliverance, Jesus Christ died 
for that on the cross. Many people seek all those things and they think if I can just have it, it will be the end. My situation will change. It's not going to be the end. The end is a lasting relationship with Jesus Christ. The healing, the deliverance, the breakthrough is a means to an end. God had a much bigger, greater picture. We often just focus on that one thing that we need God to do. Amen? Have you been praying for something and it's not happened? Have you been praying for something and saying, I have so much strong faith. You've read every book, every verse about your situation. And you know that God can do it. And you say, I believe God can do it. And you've placed your faith in your faith. When you put your faith in your faith, you're bound to be disappointed. Put your faith in God. When you are trusting God for something, it's not faith in faith. Look to the cross where the price was paid in full. Jesus Christ came to restore relationship back to God the Father. There are two kinds of people here in church today. The first kind are those that are saved. And the second kind is those that still need to get saved. Both of them need God. Those that are saved and born again, they need to maintain their relationship with Jesus. Because it's not how you start, it's how you finish. People need salvation. People need breakthrough. They are always looking for it. They may look at it at different places. But they are in need of it. And Jesus paid the price in full. Turn with me in your Bibles to Galatians 3 verse 13. So what's the significance of Easter? Galatians 3 verse 13. Are you there? Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree, that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. You are not cursed because Christ has absorbed the curse. Every curse was placed upon Christ. He who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Do you know what it means to be cursed? You are cursed when God's presence withdraws from you. And you are blessed if God's presence is with you. If you are going through a difficult situation, it doesn't mean you are cursed. That's why the psalmist wrote, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with me. Psalm 91. In the time of trouble, I will be with you. God never said you won't face challenges, but he promised and he said, I'll be with you. If God is with you, who can be against you? So whatever you are facing right now, it's temporary. 
Because God is busy taking you from where you are to where he wants you to be. That's why a person like Peter that was lost, years of failure and defeat, in one encounter with Jesus, God turned it around and made it success. Those lost years suddenly meant something. He said, Lord, I cannot be in your presence. I'm a sinner. He says, I'm changing your life today. You used to be a normal fisherman. Now I'm making you a fisher of men. Do you know what that means? Even in failure, God was supporting Peter's position. He was aware of his situation. There's hope today for you and me. That's why somebody like me, I was not first in my class. Not the strongest. I'm not the fastest. But God chooses grace rather than works. So that no man should boast. So that there can be hope for somebody like me. And hope for somebody like you. Because it's not what we do, but what Jesus Christ has done. Do you know why you feel condemned so often? Do you know why you feel condemned quite often? Because you are sin conscious. You are thinking about all the things that you've done wrong. When you have a tough day at work, you say, what did I do wrong? When you've not met your spouse, you say, why me? Am I like this or this or this? Because you are sin conscious. You're thinking about what you've done wrong. And you don't realize that Jesus has removed all of those sins. He was bruised for you. He was punished for you. His blood was shed for you. But as soon as you become aware of the righteousness of God, you'll be aware of God's presence. When you're aware of God's presence, everywhere you go and move and talk, it will be different. Because you know God is with you. And when you know God is with you, you'll know, I'm blessed. The blessing, the promise that was made to Abraham, the blessing was the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is about allowing the Holy Spirit he who is perfect, he who is holy, he who has a divine nature, can now dwell on the inside of sinful men because he has sanctified us and made us holy. That's the work upon the cross. Do you know what that means? It means God's divine nature has now become your divine nature so that you can think like God, act like God, be like God. Turn to the person next to you and say to them, there's still hope for me. I can change because of Jesus. God does not consult your past in determining your future. Otherwise, Moses would never be able to be a deliverer because he was a murderer. Apostle Paul would not be able to be the person who wrote two-thirds of the New Testament because he used to kill Christians. God does not consult your past in determining your future. Because we are looking to the cross. Where the price was paid in full. Looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. Go to 2 Peter 1 verse 3. Turn to the person next to you and say, you have no excuse to be nasty. 
Tell them you have no excuse to be rude. Tell them you have no excuse to behave like the devil. Because you have Jesus Christ on the inside of you. It's sin consciousness that keeps men and women in bondage. Thinking of how you behaved previously. How you messed up in a relationship previously. Now you're thinking about that and you're saying, I can never have another one in my life. Your business that didn't work out can never start a new business. Turn to the person next to you and say, Happy Easter. Say, it's changing today. Because I'm making a decision to believe in what God did on the cross through Jesus Christ for me. Listen what the Bible says to Peter 1 verse 3. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Family, listen here. The Bible says, if God the Father did not withhold Jesus Christ from you and from me, why will he withhold any good thing from you? We are sinners. God made a way so that his divine nature, his ability can be back into our lives. Remember, Adam was made in the image of God. You are the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. Turn to the person next to you, look them in the eyes and say to them, You are the greatest product of the Holy Spirit. In your heart, you are made to be like God. Do you know why people don't behave like God? It's because they don't believe in their hearts that they are truly made like God. That's why God had to come and do it in himself. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Turn to the person next. You say, if you say you're a Christian, you have the divine nature of God. Family, can I tell you something? Become jealous of the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God, the divine nature of God that's on the inside of you. You were never designed to be a sinner. And even when you messed up and became a sinner, Jesus Christ came and made a way for you once again to be clothed with the glory of God. You know what that means? That divine nature of God to forgive everybody, that power is now on the inside of you. And you have the power to forgive those that have hurt you that have wronged you, as Christ has forgiven you, you can now forgive them. Unless you don't rely and hold on to that divine nature, then you'll have the nature of this world. That's why there's a battle constantly between the spirit and the flesh. Humility and forgiveness. Evil deeds and good deeds. But remember, you're not from this world. This world is not your home. So you have that power, that ability on the inside now. And that's what God wants for you, to walk with Him, to plan with Him,
to think with him. Doesn't mean you're not going to face challenges. You're still going to face challenges. But the difference is now God is with you. And if God is with you, who can be against you? When there's a challenge now, you can deal with it. He says, I know you're going to have thoughts that you're going to battle with. He says, that's where the battlefield is, in your mind. He says, but now I've given you the weapons. You take those thoughts, you take those arguments, those vain imaginations, captive, and you bring them in line with the mind and the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you start acting and behaving in a sin-conscious way, take those thoughts captive. Bring them in line with the mind and the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. But when you're aware of God's presence, you'll be aware of God's righteousness. You're aware of God's righteousness, you're aware of God's power. And that power of God can deal with any situation. Jesus, when he prayed for his disciples, you and me in John 17, he said, Father, the glory that you have given me, I have given them. So that the world may believe that you've sent me. Family, when that divine nature becomes part of you, you'll realize I'm saved to save others. I'm blessed to be a blessing. You'll start to walk in what God has called you to do. and Touch and change people's lives. Many times people try and change the world without the power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is on the inside of us. Jesus has made a way. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, the only way into the holy of holies is by the blood of Jesus. Jesus' blood was shed for you and for me. Every area of our lives. He first prayed in the garden. Started sweating blood. Prayed so intensely. Anxious. He started sweating blood. So that you never ever have to pray like that and sweat blood. We have an easy way into the holy of holies by the blood of Jesus. They came. They plucked his beard out. Humiliating him. Blood started flowing. So that you never have to be humiliated, but know that God is the lifter of your head. They took him the third time. Started beating him on his back. By his stripes, you are healed. And blood once again started flowing. Took a thorny bush. Pushed it on his head. The curse of this earth placed upon him. He absorbed the curse so that that curse should not affect your life. So that you can enjoy the liberty and the freedom that comes through the blood of Jesus. Place the cross upon him and said, carry your cross. That cross was too heavy. He fell. Once again, his knees opened, blood starting to flow. That that yoke that is too heavy can be easy. He said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Just come to me on the cross. Nailed his feet, his hands. The blood once again started to flow. Died on the cross for our sins, your sin and my sin. So that you don't have to be sin conscious, 
but you can be Christ conscience, the one who paid the price in full. And lastly, on the cross, they took that spear and they pushed it into his heart. The last bit of blood that was in his heart pierced it open and water and blood came in. Show us the way to the fathers only through the circumcision of our hearts to die to ourselves. Blood flowed seven times. That blood speaks for you today of mercy, of forgiveness, of a better promise. Christ dealt with sin once and for all. People don't go to hell because of sin. Because sin has been dealt with. They go to hell because they don't acknowledge what Jesus Christ did on the cross. This Easter, accept what Jesus Christ did on the cross for you. And make a decision not to be sin conscious, but to be righteousness conscious. Not your own ability, but his ability. When you say, I do everything right, it becomes self-righteousness. Self-righteousness is based upon the law, and the law brings condemnation. You are part of God's grace. When you believe what he did on the cross, it settles the matter. Your life will never be the same. Go out and use that power that's on the inside to forgive those that have wronged you as Christ has forgiven you. How would you feel if you came to God and you say, please forgive me, I've messed up. And the Lord says, Pissy, just give me some time. I just want to work through it and think about it. How would you feel? That's not God's ability. That's the human nature. Your flesh hurting. But the human nature, the divine nature, Paul said, as Christ has forgiven me, I forgive you. You have the power now to forgive those that have wronged you. As Christ has forgiven you, forgive. Because many of the things that are keeping you back is things that you've not let go of. People that you've not forgiven. That's keeping you in bondage because you are sin conscious. But Christ has dealt with it once and for all. Happy Easter. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.